Hello, viewers, and thank you for joining us for episode 16 of Engine's Tech Talk Sprint series, where we hear from cutting edge fintech firms about the challenges facing the industry and discuss the tech that can assist in addressing them. My name is Hugo Gordon. I'm a senior policy advisor at the Investment Association, and today's Engine Tech Talk Sprint session is titled Consolidated Tape, Tackling the Data Quality Issues for a Fit-for-Purpose Tape. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined by Neil Ryan, who is a Consolidated Tape Lead for Finborn. Uh, Neil will be answering four key questions to provide insights on what Consolidated Tape is, why it's necessary, and how investment managers can be a part of the conversation moving forward. As always, this slide outlines the session topics for today, along with a brief overview of Finborn. I would welcome viewers to pause and read through the information, but for the sake of time, I will move straight on to the questions. So, Neil, the first question we have for you is: Why is a consolidated tape of CMU? Why is a consolidated tape supportive of CMU reforms, and how does it provide visibility of liquidity? So, thanks, Hugo. Um, the consolidated tape is, is a step in achieving the CMU, which started back, back in 2015 with the first action plan. It is part of a, a broader conversation around bringing the markets to the people and the public, making them accessible, and indeed including the, the increasing the pool of capital that's available to the markets. The consolidated tape itself will focus on one part of that long journey. And the purpose of it is to bring a single source of trade information across the asset classes that are there, equities, bonds, and derivatives that are executed on any or all venues, both on and off exchange, to both market participants to harmonize the data for them and to make that information available across the European Union to all of the various different stakeholders that are involved in the markets. Thank you, Neil. Uh, I guess that leads us nicely into our second question, which is what are the data quality issues that need to be tackled? Uh, and is this something to do ahead of uh, this or in parallel with it? So the data quality issues are all part of the same story. The discussion has been going on for a number of years. As we mentioned on the first slide, uh, a consolidated tape has been available in the US since the early 1970s, but this is a new departure for Europe. There are a number of developments happening that really are bringing a focus to this policy area and this policy discussion, but they're all coming at the same time. And a bit like buses, you have to wait for a long time for the same thing to arrive uh, when you've been waiting for hours. The European Union and the new European presidency, the French presidency, have focused on achieving the goals and closing out some of the CMU areas. And allied to that is efforts from ESMA to bring um, the data quality issues and indeed data standards to the fore. Aligned with that is the UK focus on trying to achieve a consolidated tape for the UK market post-Brexit. And obviously those two areas overlap with each other and there's great market interest in assuring alignment as best as possible to increase the efficiency. But as well as that, there's a number of areas of different focus that the policymakers have made. The first is the EU have identified four asset classes. So above and beyond equities, bonds, and derivatives, they've also focused in on ETFs as an asset class. Secondly, the UK have really only focused on bonds rather than the other asset classes. But in both cases, they're focusing at the moment on post-trade information rather than pre-trade information. And obviously that affects market participants' view of the usefulness of a consolidated tape. 
Secondly, the market has reacted. There have been recent press reports about some of the sell side firms asserting ownership over the actual trade price information, which would be a new factor in the infrastructure um, elements of market elements that affect data. And then lastly, there's other challenges to the market, uh, in the current market infrastructure in terms of efficiency, making it real time, making sure that the latency is there and allying that with costs. Thank you, Neil. Clearly a lot of moving parts to this, and I think we, we covered the kind of asset classes that they're, they're currently looking at, but what are the practicalities when it comes to putting a consolidated tape in place? Well, when we've looked at uh, the data and we have analyzed approximately 64 million records from various different sources to compare and contrast what's in there, we've probably narrowed it down to three or four issues. The first issue is the there are elements of difficulties related to some of the underlying data itself. So, for example, in the derivatives market, ISINs are not unique. So the idea of being able to actually individually identify a, a trade becomes very problematic from early on. That's something that's well known in the market and would have to be addressed if you did want to ensure that you could get accurate market data. Secondly, on the data quality side, which obviously as a technology firm, we focus in on our ability to analyze and ingest those um, vast amounts of information. We've, we've noticed that there are three different problems. The first is that um, standards, and that's not to be confused with um, data quality uh, differ. Secondly, there's non-uniformity across the reporting venues and exchanges. And thirdly, the actual quality of the data itself it differs depending on, on, on where the sources come from and indeed which markets you look at. We've broken these issues down into three different C's as we call them. The first is the difficulty of consolidating the information. The second problem with the data is the lack of consistency that there is of the information. And the third is the lack of coherence, even if you get through the first two, when you start looking at the trade data fields themselves, there can be a lack of coherence about the data. So those issues from the bottom off have, should be addressed, should be identified, and we're certainly making an effort to focus in on those. And then the third key area for people is really the cost. Is this going to be an additional cost? Is it high quality data that they can use? Is it real time? Is, what, are, what are the elements of that? And there have been some policy considerations that have clouded that issue, particularly around a minimum payment for equities data, which is proposed in the European uh, MIFIR uh, legislative changes. So these issues are very much from a practical perspective going to affect all of the stakeholders. And I'll add to that as the timing, which is still a bit unclear. And lastly, the governance. So who actually oversees this in a European and UK context, there's still a bit of ambiguity around that uh, key role that will have to be played in any CT. Thank you very much, Neil. I think that really brings us on to the final question of this episode, which is how can market participants play an active role in shaping the creation of a consolidated tape, both in the UK and in the EU? I think there are um, several different avenues that market participants can can take. The first avenue is to inform themselves. The second avenue through organizations like yourselves is really to, to, to take those opportunities where there are four in place to use them. Thirdly, Finborn itself has set up a design council and we invite um, uh, stakeholders from the buy and the sell side to become involved in this 
Design Council to really sharpen the issues, sharpen the focus, and indeed look for solutions in a collective way. And then lastly, what we've also done is we've produced and continue to produce a number of white papers highlighting different elements of those issues, those three Cs that I mentioned, Hugo, earlier on. And here's some examples that we have of just trying to make sense of data. We've aggregated it, and on the left-hand side, you can see that there's issues around the currencies that are used that aren't translated into one single currency, and therefore aggregating the total currency amounts is um, misleading. And on the right-hand side, where you look at a, a data group, as we call it, an APA or a trade venue, um, and we've looked at, a, at one bond that's treated in an inconsistent manner by the same venue or when it's reported by the same venue. So in these sort of cases, we're trying to highlight the practical issues that the market will face in terms of feeding into the policy discussions in the EU and the UK around a consolidated tape and how they can use it at the other end. Thank you, Neil. That's very helpful. And I know something that our members will take a keen interest in. That brings us to the end of a very informative session. Uh, you've covered a lot of ground there, Neil. So thank you very much for the wide range of insights that you've provided. Uh, there are just a few concluding points for me to cover off. Uh, if anyone watching has a question that they would like to ask Neil, or if you want more information about Finborn and their offerings, then please contact them via the email address on the current slide or visit their website, which is also displayed. Uh, it's been great speaking with you, Neil. Thank you very much for taking the time to participate. Uh, and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you, Hugo. And thanks to the IA as well. Thank you for listening to this Tech Talk Sprint podcast from Engine. Engine is the Investment Association's fintech hub, serving the investment management sector, the only buy-side focused hub of its kind globally. For more information about Engine or any of our fintech solution providers, please visit theiaengine.com, where you'll also find all of these interviews in video form. Finally, don't forget to make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts and follow at IAEngine on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok.